Welcome to the verse. excited hello leslie hi dare yes welcome to the verse people this is a place where we celebrate hip-hop music and culture through our unapologetic opinions and collectively curated playlists although today's a little different yes it's not really as collective right 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 in the curation that's that's true because um you know, nostalgia is a big part of how we do this thing, right? That's the whole basis of the whole podcast, right really. On, man. Like, who doesn't love to have these conversations? Mm-hmm. So we're like, hey, we're going to take this to the streets, and this is how we do it. <laughs> we take our conversation to the streets. We send it out to the streets. Why, that laugh that just happened? It's because I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> I, I, the digital airwaves is kind of like, anyway, whatever. Let me stop. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, so today... Nostalgia as in the music that we grew up with, but today we're doing the music you grew up with and reminds you of your... School days. Yes. Right? That's what this is going to be called. Yes. Um. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in my life in school. Right. <laughs> Currently in school. Uh, Again. I don't even know what grade I'm in at this point. <laughs> I don't even... Th- I think you're past grades at this point. <laughs> Significantly past grades. <laughs> But um, yeah, and each element of school or each different time with the school, I have a soundtrack for. Mm-hmm. And so this whole playlist is just me choosing certain songs to reflect that time in my life. I have so many questions because I, <laughs> I'm, I ready. I'm, I'm enamored. Like that's part of how we connected. I, I, I just love people that love school, even <laughs> though I'm not a person that loves school. You know what I mean? The running joke is that black women love school. It's like, <laughs> there's like a meme that says like, nobody, dot, 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 and then black women, I'm gonna get another degree. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, I feel attacked. I, I, you know, maybe it's just because, that makes sense. I love black women and that makes sense. I, I, I They love school and yeah. Oh my God. So contrary to me, uh, <laughs> Leslie loves school. And I mean, we all have memories of, the, of our school days, mm-hmm. when it, especially with hip hop because hip hop is such a, uh, as far as an art form, it shares ideas and, and thoughts and inspires and actually teaches mm-hmm. in so many ways. Um, I mean, it's a bonding experience. Like, I know I've made a lot of friends mm-hmm. through music, through mm-hmm. similar tastes in music and going to shows or whatever else. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, social commentary, too, because mm-hmm. not only is in the first part of school, like the first 12 years, there's also a lot of social education as well. Right. That's so, the whole point of going to school is really socialization. You learn things as well, but that's why people can go to who are homeschooled try and at least go to like activities outside like park district stuff so they can still become socialized. That means a lot coming from you because I, you know you've heard back in the day like you go to school to learn. I'm like hmm, you go to school to like learn how to mingle too. Like yeah, for sure. For <laughs> so sure. Uh, that's on the record. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, I started with Crisscross Jump because that is the first hip hop song I fell in love with. Um, oh my, my first God. concert, I saw them at the mall in Cleveland. I was totally crossed out at however old I was at the time, probably like what five. <laughs> oh my God! So yeah, that's just my reaction to it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so so tell me more. Like so, hold on. They were performing at a mall, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what they did. Because I yeah, I think back in the nineties, that was kind of their they like in Atlanta. I know for sure they were performing at malls. Yeah, I mean too. that's how JD found them. They were just cool kids that walked around the mall and they were fashionable. So they had like fans. I guess they were like. Yeah, he said they were already had girls following them. Yeah, exactly. And they were already called Mac Daddy. And you know what I mean? That these kids were just like 12 years they old. They were like Instagram famous before Instagram, essentially. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they were like the first like boy band of hip hop, so to speak. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, argu- arguably, I guess. There's been young. Hip-hop's always been young, but yeah. they were really, really young. Yeah, I mean, they're kids. Right. Like, straight up kids. I mean, what were they, they were rapping about jumping, I, literally, <laughs> and wearing their clothes backwards. Right. Which was really uncomfortable. But I, I, I did it for fashion. <laughs> I, and for fashion is not about comfort. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, I, that's cool. I mean, it does remind me of... Uh, you know, the funny thing is that the age difference, you know, you, you, mm-hmm. you're considerably younger than, than I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go too far and, like, say how much, but just, you know, enough. <laughs> and um, the funny thing is they had a spectrum of people that subscribed and loved their sound mm-hmm. because my brother... There's also death behind them, though. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they already, they're a machine. Yeah, they were. And my brother, who's three years older than me... Mm-hmm. And his best friend loved them. Mm-hmm. And that makes that even more old. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're five. He was like 15. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, the crisscross. And I mean, it's the classic. Yeah. It's a classic record. It it does make me The beat is is tight. I I I I thought they were okay. I wasn't like the biggest fan, but you had to dance to it. Like absolutely, you had to. I mean, so, currently, you know. Yeah, you still do. It comes on. It's a turn up because it samples, you know, Jackson Five and James Brown mm-hmm. and OPP. It's the so, OPP one. That, yeah, yeah, so all of that. I mean, you can't go wrong. For sure, man. So let's 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 go all the way back. Let's let's start like I since mean, we, that is all the way back. All right. Well, let's <laughs> since we're already here, since yeah. we're already here, let's stay here for a bit. And like, what so, else? So that was like very young me. Um, I mentioned before in here many times my parents, well, my dad in particular, were like huge Death Row Records fans. Mm-hmm. So none but a G thing, the Chronic, like all that was constantly playing. Uh, Doggy style, which is problematic now. And like I said before, I. Totally understand why my mom was not thrilled to have the album in the house. <laughs> As a grown woman, yes, now you completely now I understand. Now I get it. Yeah. Oh, I'm raising two young black girls. You want to have this stuff? Yeah. No. Yeah. I get it, but because it's influential, like right. it really, you know, it really connects to people. I get, I get why. Go ahead. My dad like would like hide his CDs in oh, his yeah. closet. We do that. Yeah, but like <laughs> I knew where they were the whole time. I just was too scared to like go and get them in case yeah. I got caught. Because Nigerian parents don't play that shit. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, fourth grade, though, was a pretty influential year. Um, mm-hmm. I discovered, I started discovering, like, Southern hip-hop then. Really? Um, oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, No Limit, Mystical, Silk Shaka, who was, like, at that time, too, right, I'm starting to, like, become attracted to to boys. So, I'm like, Silk Shaka, why do I like him so uh, oh, much? Oh, really? So, you had, Oh, because he's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, everybody <laughs> thought that. It didn't even matter if he could rap. Right. Like, it really didn't. Um, and we, we Him and Lil Zane. 
yeah. both got away with a lot. Zayn was completely like stealing an entire way to rap. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, he had a song came out like right after Tupac had passed, sound just like him. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Hey, you know, successor. And I so, and, I mean, you're right. Like, looks, you know, have a lot to do with, with that. I mean, he, mm. there's no doubt. You can't say. I mean, mm. even though Silk the Shocker was somehow voted by some people as, like, the worst rapper. Silk <laughs> <laughs> the Shocker ran so that Blueface could walk or the other way around. Right. I, don't know. <laughs> I guess so. Because, like, because. He, yeah, he walked so that Blueface could they, run. Exactly. They yeah. kind of rap similarly. Yeah, they don't beat his hell. Completely. Yeah. So. And like not really saying much lyrically, but that's not the point. The point is I love to make him say, uh, mm-hmm. I love that ain't my fault. <laughs> and then Cash Money Millionaires, I talked about how I love to get your roll on and bling mm-hmm. bling and all that. Mm-hmm. Back that ass up was came out when I was in elementary school, changed yes. everyone's lives. My mom loves that song. My mom wow. does not really love hip hop like that. Mm-hmm. Loves back that back that thing up. Not the back that ass up, but So the the version. edited version? Yeah. Okay. Which is more yeah. fun to me too. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was a great moment in time. So this is this is like your fourth, fifth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ah, man. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, you was in fourth grade when Yep. Man, so I mean, it really can touch like when you talk to talk about like little kids and you're like, Oh, like there's no way they would like this song. That's right. wrong. Or they won't remember, <laughs> won't remember this. No, I remember all that shit. Like yeah. not hip hop, but I remember listening to too close by next and now i'm like how the hell did that song get played on the radio it's not that good, <laughs> like, not that good. well and just the topic met like oh well yeah i mean i think there was a little more subtle though I yeah mean, and it's, it was creative for sure right but because like i've known all the words of that song since i can remember did you actually but i didn't know what it was about of course yeah yeah and that's the thing i mean i think defining the words and how they the message of sin is not always the same as the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's cool about it. Right. You know what I mean? Especially with, um, you know, death row music. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, cash money. And, and, and then I was also really into, like, other West Coast people like Coolio. I loved, who didn't love Gangsta's Paradise? I mean, that song was everywhere. Yeah. But he also had, what was that song? Uh that, was, that sample Fantastic Voyage. Fantastic Voyage. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Yeah. I mean, oh, that, that was, was such a good time. And Coolie and all his braids. It was weird. It was like he had just antennas coming out. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, he his music was always just was good for some. Yeah. But he just had these singles. And I right, feel like his exactly. albums weren't weren't great. I mean, we would buy his albums in, in my house. But yeah, I had like, them. I used to get his albums via Columbia Records. Remember that? You did that. Uh, yep. You were too I, young to do I that? I did. I did. I had the, his album through there. I had a few Janet Jackson albums through there. I had Aaliyah albums through there. Isn't it weird that they like would say, oh, get all this for a dollar? Mm-hmm. And then they you, you they charge you for it. It's, it. In the fine print, it's like for your first month. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to send you a bill for like $50 a month yep. to send you all this music. But I mean, honestly, I've got so many albums through that. <laughs> I'm grateful to them. That's the thing. You know, they, the subscription service was was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I, that was an interesting business model. Right. You know what I mean? So it was cool, though. It pumped a lot of music out there and got a lot of people paid. Yeah, you know for so, sure. Man, um, let's see, and then also the whole Fuji's ecosystem came out when I was in elementary school. So, of course, we had the score, which was the best. It was ridiculous. Incredible. And then um, Carnival with Wyclef came out that time. How do you rank that Carnival? As well as Lauren Hill's Miseducation. I mean, like ever? Not really. I mean, in your personal, because we're not talking about ever. You know, we're yeah. Just saying for you subjectively. I mean, I love that album. Mm-hmm. It's. Is it my favorite? Has it grown? Has it grown with you? Like, because I, oh, it's yeah. grown with me. Absolutely. I mean, I understand it more than I'm an adult. Right. Because I remember it came out. I was, you know, 
you're old years older than you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, X amount of years. Yeah, X amount of years <laughs> older than you. And so, like, when it came out, I was just like, I wasn't really, I couldn't really connect with it as well. Mm-hmm. But then as I got older, I was like, man, this album is incredible. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so. I, seeing what he was doing with the different influences and having Cecilia Cruz on there. For sure. I mean, yeah. So, but. And Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Like, yeah, I mean, instant classic, wasn't it? It was. It I was. was in high school. Now that I'm older, though, opposite effect. Now that I'm older, I still like the music, mm-hmm. but some of the stuff I'm like, I don't know if I agree oh. with some of the things that they're saying. Unpack, and unpack. like, unpack one thing. Like that thing. Okay. Is actually just an ode to respectability politics, and I can't fuck with that. Okay. Like, what do you mean, like you're respectability? Talking about women being hoes. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, oh, what do you mean, like, um, like. Like, be didn't she say you be what girls watch out? Some guys are only about yeah. But thing. then she's talking about what's that was a sin that did Jezebel in and right. all that stuff. And I'm like, this is oh, because like she's talking about shaming. Oh, it's like, okay, chill. Okay, but I get it. Like the time coming period from, coming from a woman, I I'm I just bring this exact accepting what you have to say because I can't really. It just like, comes off as extremely judgmental. Got you to me now and very finger waving Bill Cosby ish. Oh okay, yeah, because she kind of like, does that with guys too, though mm-hmm. on the song too. You know, like guys are just more concerned with these things, and you know, right. Um, I saw it as more of like a warning. Like this is like you know you know how we like we say that hip hop is like social commentary. Maybe mm-hmm. she just like recognizing something and she just like hey watch out for that shit because it's right. like really bad but anyway like, I feel you though like showing off your ass you think it's a trend like <laughs> yeah I see where you're or... going now, I like where you're coming from now I, re- I could just like doing that <laughs> I could love myself yeah and you know I can walk down the street and appreciate what what I've been blessed with so yeah I, I mean and that's been an ongoing conversation for a long time I remember mm-hmm. even like Kendrick got involved in that when he came out with Humble and he was, I'm sick of the Photoshop, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And it's like, sometimes women wear weave because we want to. That has nothing to do with the male gaze. Yep. It's possible to exist outside of that bubble. Um, But yeah, but the rest of the album I still love. Like I still, everything is everything. Mm-hmm. John Legend on the keys. Oh my God. Um, Zion. Yeah. I used to love him. I mean, just knowing what was going on between her and wife left too, and like knowing the X Factor is about him. I know. So yeah, that one, like I said, like I've grown up a bit, so I don't have the same affinity for it, but it's still an excellent album. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I had it really ranked up personally, Mm -hmm. like one of the greatest and like that I've ever heard. And and as I, it was very different too. As I grew up, uh, I got older. It did. um, It didn't have a full effect like like that per se. Mm -hmm. Like where it's like now it's just down down the shutters because I, I um there's a there's a song on there that I just think just will live forever um uh, where she's talking about everything you say is so tired um what's that? yeah light my fire yeah 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 that one oh yeah that and uh what's the other song uh nothing even matters oh yeah that song will so there's there's a me. few tracks on there where you're like man this is no matter what yeah. happens when i'm with this song but the song i chose to represent my elementary school years <laughs> came from a man from detroit who just showed up in my life when i was in fourth grade mm-hmm. and i was obsessed i was obsessed with marshall mathers oh my what? gosh I'm shocked yeah, because we had a conversation oh, yeah. not too many months ago. No, now I'm just like he's annoying. Well, granted, his last his latest album isn't that bad. I know, yeah, by Eminem standards. But 
like back in the day, my God, Slim Shady LP and Marshall Mathers LP. Once again, the albums my mom was like, "No, you can't have these." Yeah, but they were problematic. I sourced children. them anyway. Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, You're an adult now. <laughs> Past the uh, statute, statute of limitations. limitations. <laughs> but oh my gosh, I played them over and over again. I watched all of his specials. Like, oh my god! Oh my, I had the posters in my room. I think I want to vomit right now. Yeah, I, I, I loved. You're so gross. I loved Marshall Mathers, but uh, gross. so and I and I liked. I think I don't know. I think I played Marshmallow's LP more than I did Slim Shady LP. Okay, so yeah. that's why I chose this song because I played it a lot when I was younger, and it's like more of a B side. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows the way I am in the real Slim Shady, but not everybody knows I'm back. So that's why I chose. What's it gonna do against the man that strangles himself? I'm waiting for hell, like hell, shit, I'm anxious as hell. Manson, you're safe in that cell, be thankful it's jail. I used to be my mommy's little angel at 12. 13, I was putting shells in a gauge on the shelf. I used to get punked and bullied on my block till I cut a kitten's head off and stuck it in his kid's mailbox. I used to give a fuck, now I can give a fuck less. What do I think of success? It sucks, too much stress, too stress, too much stress, too press. Too upset, it's just too much mess. I guess I must just blew up quick. Yeah. Grew up quick, was raised right Whatever you say is wrong, whatever I say is right You think of my name now whenever you say hi Became a commodity cause I'm W-H-I-T-E Cause MTV was so friendly to me Can't wait till Kim sees me Now is it worth it? Look at my life, how is it perfect? Read my lips, bitch, what? My mouth isn't working? You hear this finger? Oh, it's upside down Here, let me turn this motherfucker up right now that was a great verse. I forgot how great that was. Because he used to rap. Like, gosh, you know, now he's all about the really fast bars. And like mm-hmm. I said before on him many times. He's competing now. He's growling just... at you and just doing the real white boy rap thing. Mm-hmm. But like back here, he was over Dre beats and just flowing. And... Dre's, pro- he put, he kept him in like a certain lane that mm-hmm. was just like, hey, look, this is what you're good at. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's slow this down. I mean, because even his first hit was like, but that Savvy Lee Fair, uh, Lee Frey, uh, sample. Yeah, my name is. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's what got me. Actually, that was song. I was like, okay. Yeah, that's the one that introduced me to him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I like that verse too because he touches on the fact that like he knows that he's getting a lot of attention because he's white. That's what I liked about him. I think that's that's real. Yeah. And I respect anybody says who says yeah. it. Yeah. He's like, look, I this is black music and I look at this, look at, you know, and the, he's not pointed out. He's like saying like, it's probably like kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like that's what it is. But anyway, it's funny. Like I had not heard the song in forever until I was doing research for this. And like, just started rapping the words immediately. I'm like, wow. I really spent a lot of hours in my life with this album. <laughs> it just came <laughs> As back a to a child. You. Yeah. It's just so like it's just dormant. Problematic. Yeah, exactly. Part of your brain. In your long-term memory. <laughs> oh but, man. So, yes. So, so then you, Graduated the first time of 12. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to middle school. Into middle school. Um, and what time periods does this represent for you? This was like such an awkward time. You know, middle school is just an awkward period. But yeah. this was like towards, I guess towards the middle middle school, middle end. Like Wellington Park was becoming a huge thing. Yeah. And uh, so, of course, a lot of B2K going on, but don't worry, I didn't choose a B2K song. Thank God. Um, <laughs> this is B2K, man, they were, woo, they were a hit amongst. Oh yeah, oh yeah, your for sure. Age I mean, but there's always every generation has. <laughs> oh, we do that. Yeah, we so, do. Yeah. but um, yes, yeah, so I also remember like the 50 Cent Ja Rule beef starting to happen here. In that the, was 106 in Parks, like best episode. Yep, in the club came out when I was in eighth grade, and I never forget because like 
I had a birthday party because I'm a big birthday diva, mm-hmm. <laughs> as everyone knows. Yeah. And like my friend Matt, may he rest in peace, uh, oh. bought a card for me that had like he printed out a card for me that had Fifty Cent on it <laughs> and had like the like it's your birthday lyrics in oh, there. Oh, <laughs> that is sweet. Yeah, so I always think about him when I hear in the club, mm-hmm. um, and then. Work it came out at the time period, and Missy, Missy, El- that, uh, Missy had a good run during that time because Gossip Folks was out, mm-hmm. and then actually the whole VA players because Neptunes oh, were doing the thing too. Man. I was telling you earlier how Grinding came out, then everybody was beating on the tables because everybody could do that beat. Yeah, that's why it, it was, was so classic. It was raw and it was like roots, but yeah. it was in New Millennium. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was incredible. And then My I Don't Love Her was another one I liked that came out during that time period, mm-hmm. um, and then. Back to the white boys, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Were they hip hop though? Well, they, they had they collabed a lot. They had end together now. That's true. And that's what I was getting at. That like that song was yeah. pre- premiere beats with Method Man. You don't get much more hip hop than that. We know how you love Method too. So let's just keep that going. Was, yeah, you brought it up. <laughs> I was gonna keep it moving, but I mean now I gotta think about Clifford. Anyway. Uh, all right. <laughs> but yeah, but Mur- I said before Murder Inc. had a huge run then. Mm-hmm. Kristen Emilion records, Lil Mo records. Um, Ludacris started to blow up around that time as well. I yeah. think I think like Sudden Hospitality dropped during that time period. So back for the first time mm-hmm. came out around then. I remember like knowing the words to "ho" was a huge thing. Like everyone liked to rap the lyrics to "ho" by Ludacris. Yes, all the time. It's it, because he used the like the yeah. the word in everything. Like mm-hmm. it was like it wasn't double entendre because it meant the same to the same thing. <laughs> right, exactly. But it was like. It was like a something. It was like it was an exercise for sure. Yeah, it was, it was it was putting the word "ho" into all these other words. It was it was creative. He that's was, why we that's why we put him on our wordplay episode. Got it. Check that out. Yes, we did. <laughs> you haven't already. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that was great. And then I remember Brown Sugar came out during that time period as well. Oh my god! And that, that put me on to I used to love her. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Really? So comment. you didn't you didn't hear it beforehand? Mm-mm. And you know he because he, he was really regional, but he had some interesting things. And you you talking about Brown Sugar the uh, the soundtrack, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. My divorce. I love. We had a soundtrack <laughs> episode. Exactly. But I'm gonna tell you that soundtrack is incredible to me. Yeah. That's it. absolutely that one. And you know Love Jones, which is not hip hop, is like, yeah for sure favorite. But anyway, go ahead. And then um, yeah, but the song I chose is um from Jay-Z's Dynasty album, because I feel like that album is very much left out of the conversation of Jay-Z albums. It's interesting how that is. It was a collab. I guess because it was a collab, but it just, just not Dynasty about. was a collab? I mean, it was just like a Rockefeller collective album. Oh, I thought it was just his, because I, I thought it was promoted as, as his album. It was. It was. Well, if you actually look at the track listings, yeah, it was, it's all features. one nine hundred. Yep. Hustler on there, and then like you, me, him, and her. Yeah, you can't even find one at Hustler, one at Hundred Hustler, barely. Yeah, that now. one, or even uh, get your mind right, mommy. I like that right. song a lot, but I could not find can't it on YouTube. It. I think it's all on um his streaming. It's on Spotify now too. Oh, it's on Spotify too. Okay, but cool. um, yeah, I try to listen to Get Your Mind Right, Mommy, but um, I'm like I don't have the same affinity for it mm-hmm. as I did back then. Because back then I was really listening to entire albums because I would have my little like mobile CD player. That's how we used and to And I'd do walk it. to the bus stop and I'd mm-hmm. have it in and then I'm on the bus. I listen, so I listened to whole albums a lot more back then. But that's also the culture. It was Very the much culture. Singers, that's what we did. Singles culture now. 100% because people put out these, because mixtapes and songs get put out so fast. Mm-hmm. So it's all about streaming. 
it's streaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and because of that, you get it fast. So putting together a whole project, people sometimes don't want to wait for it. Yeah. Or they want to just put together their own album for you. Right. So they'll say, oh, this goes with this. So I'm going to pair it with my playlist. Right. You know, so I feel you on that. But yeah, we were definitely in, a, in an album listening. Yeah. And this one album that I was bumping all the time, uh, the Dynasty album, and Change the Game is the song I chose for me. Go. Uh. Bounce. Uh. Bounce. Uh. Bounce. Uh. Shit, relax your mind. Let your kind be free. You're now rolling with them thugs from the ROC. Seagull, seagull in the house. Uh-huh. Sick. Get your wig pushed uh, back by the uh, wig pushed back. back. In the house. Still here, never left. Still uh, bust, more or less. Still. Uh, over in the house. Chica. Yeah. Chris, sip a six, dip a wrist, split a. Hold up, love. Every time you see Jigger, man, I'm rolling on dubs. Don't forget about them blades. Chopping it up. It's the rock. Too hot than us. J Ho, about to change my name to J Peso. But in the meantime, call me where you may still. On the platinum Yamaha, I got the engine gunning. Throwing it up like liquor on the empty stomach. You don't hear nothing? Who that Mac dog? What? Who the fuck? What? 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 <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I probably should have cut it off there. I probably could have let Bleak have that, but so be it. It's, it's, it was about Jay-Z on that yeah. one, but yeah, I, I feel you. I had a cousin who was obsessed with Jay-Z at the time. Like, I was obsessed with Eminem, and he was obsessed with Jay-Z. Yeah. And, like, so that's probably how I got into, like, some of Jay-Z's, like, deeper cuts mm-hmm. um, was through him, which is really cool. Man. Oh, my God. So you made it through the awkwardness of middle school, which I will tell you is the weirdest time. It's so awkward. I mean, hormones and acne and braces. You had braces? I did. Oh, man. So, you know, as you know, my Iman is in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going through it with a kid and I'm just going back through my life like how weird it was for me as a a little boy. And you didn't have social media back then. I didn't. And like, man, it is, I am so delicate with her on Mm -hmm. stuff because, man, it is just a weird, it is meant to be this time where you expand and like you're going through an ugly stage. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going through the ugly stage. Yep. Nobody walks right. Everybody's just they can't socialize or talk properly. Like and all they want to do is fit in. That's it. And it's so insecure. It's so weird. Yeah. And then because you have pimples, it's just a you mess. Pimples, and I was like a chunky kid too. It was, oh gosh. Uh, man, but anyway. I always had the music. I yes. mean, like I had a lot of male friends mm-hmm. because I would go home and watch Rap City. Right on. Daily. <laughs> yeah. I get that life. I get that's why we here right now. Yeah, we did that. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. And that wasn't really I mean, I've always had like a good amount of like women friends too, so it's not one of those that hung with just the guys, but uh-huh. a lot of my male friendships were based on stuff like that. Yeah, I get that. So then so did ninth did uh, high school start for at uh, ninth grade for mm-hmm. you? Okay. Yep. So man, yeah, so what this was the time? This was what quite symbolizes um well being from Chicago, of course, we had Lupe Fiasco and Kick Bush. Yes. Like, that was a huge thing. Played on GCI all the time. Mm-hmm. And then the remix came out with Pharrell rapping on it, and it was like, oh, we have arrived. Loved it. Um, I also loved the band from, like, Bad Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The band. Uh-huh. And they bad made, like, Boy this, Bad Boy that. Yeah. And they, <laughs> didn't they make a show out of that? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, okay. The whole uh, Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Yes. And... <laughs> It wasn't, um, there was a few, like, people that came out of that. I mean, they was very short-lived, though. Yeah. Like, they had one album mm-hmm. that I actually liked quite a bit. Um, they had one album, but then Diddy disbanded the group, kept 
Choppa, yeah, Ness, Choppa. and Babs. Yeah. He made Ness and Babs a duo, and then had Choppa, who was good. I don't know what happened to him, because I know he had Bad Boy South for a minute. Right, um, and then he, you know, he signed some weird acts with that Bad Boy South. Not yeah, weird, dude, Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. With Jody Breeze and Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy, uh, yeah. yeah. And then um, uh, they had 8-Ball MJG signed yeah. to that for a minute. Because they had that, you don't. I know, yeah. that is a violent they have some violent songs. Uh, yeah, like "Don't Make." Don't make me <laughs> shoot. Like, whoa, right. hold on. Right. Like the this, beat is banging, but it is, but it's about terrorism. So I was like, damn. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> like, is it really worth it? I don't know. But no, nah, um, yeah, he he did sign some interesting acts. I mean, because mm-hmm. uh, you know, even I'm just gonna say something about me. Like we, A Ball MJG was a big part of my youth growing mm-hmm. up, and so. We were just shocked that he would sign with Shiny Suit Man, that yeah. they would do that. Yeah. But, you know, anyway. Yeah, a lot of interesting signings. Yeah. Um, Dipset was pretty big then, Ooh, too. They were movement. Jewels in particular. Uh, oh, really? For, from, for from you? For me. Okay. Again, he was fine. <laughs> and like coming out, because hey, my. It's not all out. about the looks, Leslie. I was God. a freshman in high school. Yeah, it yeah, was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I remember. Hey Ma came out when I was in eighth grade. Yeah. And everyone loved his verse on hey it. Hey Ma is great. I love that song still. As an adult, I'm like, not as much, but. <laughs> I still love the song. I mean, I, I look at it from that. I, I have to put myself in that age bracket because mm-hmm. he was only like 19, 20 he was. years old. So. He wasn't even that yet. I think he was like 18 when Hey Ma came out. It? I'm 18 and live a crazy life. Was that what it, Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, kid was young, yeah. man. And I was like around that age, mm-hmm. maybe a little older than him, actually. And so it was. It's fantastic. I, I loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, for nostalgia purposes. Yeah. And then, you know, my favorite Mariah Carey remade, Oh, oh Boy, from oh. Cameron. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, you love Mariah more than anybody, but mm-hmm. I, I still love Mariah. <laughs> yeah. I love their collab because Cameron was like, she's not this princess y'all think she is. She's actually like hood as fuck. <laughs> Just how she can hang with us, but that's not the point of the story. Um. So, yeah, Jewel's, his anthem came out. They had Dipset Anthem, but they also had the Jewel's right. anthem, which I loved. We had Get Crunk Music with Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. The whistle song with Jewel's was huge. And Jewel's had his verse on Run It with Chris Brown, which also came out when I was in high school. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that was, that was pretty him good, in, too. Put him like, straight into the mainstream. Uh, I love Lil' Kim and Foxy both came out with stuff during that time. Right before Lil' Kim went to jail, she had that album that had Quiet on it mm-hmm. Um, and Lighters Up. Foxy Brown had Oh Yeah, which is a classic record. I mean, Foxy... Uh, was you know we already talked about her. We talked yeah. about her. How we wish that she had gave us more. But also like Lil Kim was. It's just hard that they were pitted against each other because they were different. I thought. Yeah. You know. Go ahead. Yeah, Jay Mills, too, with the whole kind of not necessarily battle rap, but like the mixtape scene was kind of killing stuff back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like the southern hip hop started to really, really, really. Thank you. I was waiting until she brought this up because man, um, God. We've been killing it forever. What you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I loved... What year was this, though? What? Which one? We're talking about in high school. What years? Yeah, I was in high school 2004. No, 2003, 2007. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. Right. So, that started to, like, really bubble over, like, into the mainstream. So, we mm-hmm. had... Mike Jones, who I loved. Oh, I love Still Tipping so much. Like to this day. Thank you. I love that song. It's a great song. I play I loved actually I loved the whole Who Is My Jones album. Mike Jones see, I was in college mm. when when during until about two thousand four, three yeah, something like that. Yeah. And so yeah, it Mike Jones was everything, right. especially being from Texas, you know, and li- 
in the South still when I went to school. Like it was two eight one three three zero eight zero. Gave his number out. We're Child. like, is that his number? It's committed to memory. Yeah, <laughs> and it was. It, it was his happened. number. It was for for a minute. Yeah, I mean. Them franchise boys were a big thing. We yeah. had white tea day at my high school because there were not that many black people. So we just <laughs> were like, why not? It's a way to, to do some solidarity. <laughs> yes, action. exactly. So you guys did big white tees? You did do that. Mm. Yeah, had the white people shook. That was great. That was Although I personally bad. liked, uh, oh, I think they liked me way more than white tea. Oh, I think they like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a dance track. Yeah, I liked that one way more than white tea, though. Uh, and same with Three Six Mafia. Like, Still Fly was huge. It was to you? Okay, I for some reason thought that when it came out... Yeah. I didn't it? like it as much, but I mean, it was just a smash hit. Everyone oh, loved okay. that song. But I still jam it. My song was Popping My Collar. Oh, okay. I really like that song. Since I was a young and I've been popping my, my collar. collar. Yep. <laughs> I was like... Because, I mean, I, I definitely <laughs> I hear you on that one. They, was, they were all dope at that time. They they went on a serious resurgent because 3-6 was also big in the 90s, late 90s. Mm-hmm. And so I guess something happened. They got their money and was like, oh, we got to do this again. And they just went on a tear. Yeah. You know, the I whole... I mean, they won the Oscar and everything. Yeah. And even, like, side to side, that song came back through Power Glide with Broadway Trimmer not mm-hmm. that long ago. Yeah. So I'll talk about longevity. Um, but for high South, okay. the song that really makes me think of high school mm-hmm. is Get Low. Because <laughs> by Lil John and the East Side Boys and Ying Yang Twins. Because that song was, like, I remember it came on at, like, maybe, like, our first school dance and, mm-hmm. like, the guys and girls were like dancing with each other, like for real, for real. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we're doing this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are semi-adults. All right, cool. But um, I'm going with the remix because people forget that there was a dope I was about to say, reggae remix to this. Yeah, because um, I, I don't think I remember this either. Yeah. I mean, just just keeping it 100 right now, like I know Get Low. I was like, she she want to she want to like, you know, put Get Low in it. But I was Get like, Low's wow. a classic record. It is is classic. Lil, I mean, Lil John will eat forever off of that song. Or, and, and like, I mean, plays it. right? He has a lot of songs like that, but <laughs> this one that just suburban white moms love it. Yes, it's it's big. It's, it's really huge. big. But yeah, uh, yeah the uh, reggae remix had Elephant Man and Buster Rhymes, which I love because Buster Rhymes doesn't really always tap into being Jamaican. True. And but he was he, full Jamaican. On yeah, he song. did. Yeah, that's always coming back to me now. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, he does do that very. From spot to spot, like yeah. he doesn't do it all the time. It's kind of like when Rihanna leads into being from Barbados, and uh-huh. she has those Caribbean vibes to her. It's like, oh right, you can do this. Yeah, you, you do speak whenever like she Creole. wants to make music again. But it's cool. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway, I think it's like, Creole in Barbados. Oh, uh, I think that's just I'm thinking about um, Haiti? Belize. Okay, yeah, Belize. They call it Creole, but it's all to me. It's the same parts of all. But, but uh, yeah, so get low remix. Shake your booty, you fi shake it slow I rotate like the tire, them a Texaco Everywhere you go, man, just step on your case, so Just to get your thing, them a promise your pay, so Them a say your eye power and though you stay so Make monkey face, can wine slow Tito, we got them all in a row Get rich and get mad, no matter all him do Big up deja vu, them and tornado Do the dance, all right, go I'm coming through with a thick crew, player You can't believe I'm on this but yeah, high school is also relevant because I also started becoming like, I don't know, a bit more evolved in my taste. Like I really okay. got into a tribe called Quest 
during that time period. In high school? Yeah. Cause my oh, parents, that's how you told me you were late. late yeah, my parents were like really big West Coast people. So they didn't really know much about East Coast at all other than like LL Cool J maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like they weren't Tribe fans. So that's how I would have heard about them before. Agreed, yeah. And so when I started to branch out more on my own, I was like, ooh, I like this. This vibe is different. Yeah. And it came out 15 years ago or something. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean, I got really in the East Coast. I mean, I got to run DMC at the time as well. Right on. I oh, yeah, that into, makes sense. I just went back into my research. Yeah. I so. mean, and that's when you're... You can't just be from the beginning, like, start, you know, you start from where you like or from what you have proximity to, whatever you're close to, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yeah, I mean, because I remember Missy, at the end of the working video, she did the Peter Piper, she had the Peter Piper beat, and I was like, I really like this. So I went back yeah. and looked it up, and it was run DMC, and JMSJ passed around that time, too. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was, like, the end of middle school, and then I just, like, kept going with the East Coast. So that's how I discovered Tribe Called Quest. Um, I really got into the roots at the time, too. But we played them all the time. So and I'm the roots not, are like the great. Yeah, I mean Dilla too, Dilla too. You know, Dilla, yeah. So I won't even do all that. Well, Dilla, I mean Dilla and Tribe worked together early on mm-hmm. too. So I mean, like find my way. I love that song. <sighs> no, that's his big one. Yeah, know? and even um, Got Till Is Gone by Janet Jackson. Like I knew that song forever, but mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a Dilla beat until I knew who Dilla was. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we play them all the time. So we do. I'm yeah. not gonna play them. I also love Pretty Ricky because I blast them in my car. Pretty Ricky. Hold on, you gotta driving. hold on. Slow down. <laughs> I know to you go did. from a tribe to Pretty Ricky is <laughs> a very big jump. Yes, but I got I my license around that time, so we would just like bump like your body and all. That okay, stuff. so Pretty Ricky had just like a few really big hits. Yeah, and well, I mean, they, they had two really good albums, but they, they, the Pretty Ricky is people don't take them seriously. They never did, but they had some. Ta- they had a lot of talent, yeah. actually, and they were a very eclectic group. Right, and um. They said I remember their interview saying that they were brothers and they all look so different. You know what I mean? They're not brothers. They they said that <laughs> on BET, okay? I I I, I stand by it. I w- I couldn't believe it. Right. But, you know, Marketing they all, they all look different. They were they were going on that Jackson 5 vibe. They were looking at like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we can be like the new age that we're all brothers and it's like four of us or But then they have one singer. It's hip hop, though, you know, it's like, you know, they just this, the concept, like, and they said that I just was like, How are they brothers, though? Yeah, because they one is tall, one is short, one has different, like, they're so different. I don't know why they would, do, anyway. but anyway, moving on. So, yeah, Florida, I mean, Rick Ross came around that time, too. Like, hustling was huge, mm-hmm. hustling was an anthem, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, during that time period. Um, and this so, is still high school, this, mm-hmm, is, all this high is high school, school. yeah, mm-hmm. but I guess what's also really definitive for me was um, the Chicago music. I mentioned Lupe already. Yeah. There was definitely a rise. Yeah. 2003, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. college dropout. That's what I was getting at. College dropout was like, every. I played the album back and forth, sideways. No. Like, <laughs> I remember shopping for a Christmas tree with my parents, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't, at this point I was over real Christmas trees because they, they're messy. <laughs> and they're just, they smell, mm-hmm. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. So I was just like here, and I had my headphones in listening to Through the Wire, and just being like, this is amazing. And then I saw the video and being like, oh, my gosh, this man is just, he's just different. I know. And then I looked into who he was, and I was like, I can relate, right? Because, like, he loved hip-hop, but he's not, he was from the South Side, but Kanye wasn't really from the hood. He was from the South Suburbs, yeah. His mom's a professor. He lived in China for some time. Like, yeah. Kanye was definitely cultured, which is why Hill Harper said he didn't like Kanye naming his albums, like, College Dropout and stuff, because he was like, you grew up with a college education. Your mother was a college educator. So, so you didn't different. have to like, I mean, well, he he didn't stay in. Right. I think I think 
But he got the education anyway. That's he the got the education because his home provided him the discipline and the rigorous critical mm-hmm. thinking skills, things like that. Right. Um, at the same time, they they do put a lot of, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. They put, you know, you know, of course, you know, you know we Nigerian. Like, mm-hmm. of course, everything is based on like academics, you mm-hmm. know, and how and how to achieve that way. And he was just thinking that he could achieve another way. Right. I understood it because I was a college dropout. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only reason. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It makes sense. It's not like he's coming from a place and he just dropped out because, you know, it was hard. You know what I'm saying? He right. just dropped out because he didn't want to do it anymore. He already knew it. Right. Already... I mean, he was focused on what he wanted to do and it worked out for him. Yeah. I can't really discuss who he is now. But, I, yeah, um... well, we're not going there. We're, we're, in the, we're, we're in high school right now. This is 2003, <laughs> 2004 right now. Yeah, we're, we're in this but... time. I always felt, once again, that Late Registration is an album that's left out of the conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Because College Dropout, classic album. 100%. Graduation, to me, classic album. Mm-hmm. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, classic album. Completely. Um, well, that's, that's Heartbreaks, what... very divisive. I hate it. Highly divisive. Um, divisive. I... But um, yeah, people I don't talk about Late Registration. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't knock it. It just never enters the conversation other than, like, heard them say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but... I used to wake up every morning to We Major. That was my alarm clock because it has that energy of just like, let's go out and get this. Let's attack the day. Mm-hmm. And like the horn section is great. Nas comes in over a beautiful like break. Oh, yeah. um, but the verse I chose is Kanye's verse because that's the one that I had set mm-hmm. on my alarm. And uh, yeah, I always think about like, Finals. I'm like, this is like my pump up music. Projects toe up, gang signs stone up. Niggas has broke off, that's how we grow up. Why else you think shorties write rhymes just to blow up? Get they first car and then IRS show up. He ain't never had shit, but he had that nine. Nigga come through flicking and he had that shine. Put two and two together in a little bad weather. Gonna be your whole family on that funeral line. As the Reverend was a strip club cool. If my tips help send a pretty girl through school, that's all I want. Like winos want they good whiskey. I ain't in the clan, but I brought my hood with me. You motherfuckers better do your job and roll up and watch how we roll up and oh. <laughs> can't hold it, can't hold it. It's so nuts. So good. And it's I love how he has that line there about, you know, like better than a chick to say yes too soon. Yeah. Do you have a daughter? Uh-huh. I was like, profit. Cause he has more than one daughter now. Yeah, and 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 like, like I share with you, I listened to this a lot. You know, you know after it came out, and I was a new father, mm-hmm. and I listened to this so much, like almost every day, just because of the the transformation that's required. Yeah, to not only be a fast. parent, but to be a father to a daughter and never growing up with women. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um, I just. Not only was the music just had the inspirational sound to it with yeah. the horns and things like that, but just the hook was highly creative, and uh, the words were real lyrics, and they, I think it really hit home. So mm-hmm. it's crazy the spectrum again. Yeah, you I love that I mean? one and Addiction too. That was another great song in that album that just really spoke to me. Yeah, nice. And what like so you say you woke up and you felt like this song helped you attack the day. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah. And how old were you then? I mean, it's like what they came out when I was maybe a senior in high school. Okay. So 17, 18. Wow. Yeah. Let me make sure. But I'm pretty sure. That was maybe it was 2006? Yeah. I graduated in 07. Okay. So, so that yeah, would make maybe sense. 17. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I went to college. Nice. Um, For the first time. 
<laughs> no, I, it's okay. I, yeah, We're gonna... <laughs> I went to get my undergraduate degree at a Big Ten university, so. Big Ten! Lots of dancing. Uh, not necessarily for me. <laughs> where'd, where'd you go? To, where'd you do your undergrad? A Big Ten university in the Midwest. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and then there was a down significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is when Atlanta took over, like, everything. Everything was out of the South. Yeah. Yeah, um, what, what year was this? Is 2008, this, 2009? Two, yeah, 2007, 2011. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have... Oh, it was all dirty. It was all dirty. Everything South was dirty. That That's like, why I love the Grits and Biscuits party so much, because they just transport me right back to there. I love this time yeah. of, of, I mean, and like I just said, just, and I'm not taking any, like, thing away from your story. I'm just kind of relating to the to the spectrum, like, mm-hmm. that I brought, brought up. It's like, I was, like, adulting and learning how to adult, and I was just, like, in the south and i enjoyed like wow like we have all this fun great time. music it was yeah it was so fun. many fun records i remember being in my uh dorm freshman year and had mm-hmm. some like white kids on my floor who asked me to teach them how to do the superman from soldier boy uh-huh. and i remember being like this is a microaggression oh for sure you're just assuming i know how to do this because oh, i'm black sure. not knowing i don't dance right so jokes on you yeah Yes. But um, we had that. We had the Heisman. We had the Stanky Leg, the Holly Berry. Oh, yes. All those dances. Turn my swag there on. There was Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, and then Soldier Boy. People, like, I was doing the research for this. I'm like, people really do sleep on how big Soldier Boy was. He had, yeah, he had Turn My Swag on, Pretty Boy Swag, Kiss Me Through the Phone. Yeah, he's she thirsty. Like, he had hits. Marco yeah. Polo. Yeah. Like Soulja Soulja Boy, Boy did was it. Huge then. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the Roscoe Dash too. He had, he had, of course, he had no hands. He also had um, what's that song? Show out. Yeah, the the Roscoe Dash was interesting. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think he kind of just kind of fit into it though. Mm-hmm. I don't think he really set himself apart because, like, you know. Right. I mean, that was the sound. That's what you yeah. do. Um, Young Jock had a big moment too. Remember, Knock It Out was really popular at the party. <laughs> Young Jock was good, though, for yeah. a minute. The first album, I, I listened to it. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't remember the albums. I remember the singles. Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I was still trying to, like, listen to albums mm-hmm. at that point. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I, I was a big fan of Greg Street. And yeah. so Greg Street was connected to him. And mm-hmm. Greg Street did a lot of big work in, in North Texas and Houston and stuff like that. And he went to Atlanta. And he, he just found a lot of great acts. And Young Jock was, was one of them that came out of his. Um, like, I remember They Know by Shawty Lowe was huge. The remix of oh Lil God, Wayne. Yeah. At my graduation, our, like, like the director of the African American Center was like, when you can graduate, you can be like, big up to all oh my, my haters. haters. <laughs> At graduation, I was like, oh, I love black people so much. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, that song was was a... It was a band, marching band song. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it, I can only imagine what it was like at HBCUs, oh, especially in Atlanta during that oh. time. Like, my president is black. I remember, like, a guy I was dating at the time, his cousin went to Morehouse, and he was like, when Obama won, he was like, Jeezy is here. So, like, his Lambo is actually blue, and his president is black. <laughs> <laughs> it's really happening. <laughs> He's spoken into existence. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was all funny games, but. Yeah. People who really like, I really think of, I associate with college, I should say, Waka Flocka Flame, because mm-hmm. we met him through Oh Let's Do It. Mm-hmm. Hood Nigga by Gorilla Zoe, because the Greeks Interesting. love, they love to stroll to that song. Okay. And yeah. to always think of them and like moving out the way at parties all the time, which mm-hmm. got really annoying really fast. No offense, Divine Nine. Love you guys. <laughs> um, but Gucci Man. Gucci, Gucci Man started to bubble on a national level when I was in high school, and then he would just 
out of here in college, especially because he came out with Wasted when I was in college. Yeah, Wasted was So weird. that song was just, was he just... was a household name at that point. Um, but might that be. The beat was fire, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Oh. And, I mean, because him and Plies both had great verses, too. Mm-hmm. But um, Freaky Girl and Might Be are the songs that like I really love because they take you back to that point and going to parties and school stuff. Um, I chose Might Be, though, because Might Be is lesser known than Freaky Girl, and it's harder to find on streaming services, which I think is because it was, maybe it was a mixtape joint. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Man, let's get into Might Be. Bitch, I might be. Bitch, I might be. Bitch, I might be. Bitch, I might be. Girl, he geeked up. Girl, he geeked up. Girl, he geeked up. Girl, he geeked up. Bitch, I might be. Bitch, I might be. Bitch, I might be. Bitch, I might be. Yeah. That's where I come from. Pass that bubble thrice and put this bead on your tongue. Now everything was gravy till your bitch came in. About the same time that that thing kicked in. Now she ain't really pretty, but she got a nice body. I'm geeked up, thinking this buffet about it. At your name, little Trina, cause you look like Chad and Jackson. I'm on three double stacks and I'm looking for that. Yeah, I forgot how good that was. Yeah. You know, man, Gucci Mane, yeah, from Bessemer. I mean, Atlanta. Yeah, yep. <laughs> one of those Bessemer, Alabama, or Atlanta. Yeah, you claim both. Yeah, and that's sure. the thing. I was actually in. I, I I remember hearing about him when I lived in Alabama, mm. and they're like, "Oh yeah, this dude Gucci." This was 2003, though. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's crazy. So yeah, so I mean, I had to pick an Atlanta song because that's really summarizes my college experience. So like, no, no Lil Wayne in your college experience. That's what I was getting to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Don't let me jump ahead. <laughs> I was thinking Atlanta was huge, but yeah. like Cash Money was also huge. Yeah. Uh, Tiger had a string of mixtapes at that time, which were really dope. Mm-hmm. I used to love like Lap Dance and Bad Bitches Only, which is like, problematic, but whatever. <laughs> I also went to the strip club for the first time in college, so of course all these songs, all these songs became more relevant when I got to the strip club. I was like, oh. This is this why they the songs are there. Got it. There's yeah. a whole industry behind this. Right. Like, lap dance just went off way differently in the strip club than it did, like, in my dorm. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't relate to it if you're... <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Wayne was doing... I mean, even in high school, Wayne was doing a lot. Emily came out during that time. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah I loved I'm Single, because actually, like... I love that song, that's, too. I was in a relationship in college, and it mm-hmm. ended, like... And then that song came out, and I was like, exactly. <laughs> you get it, Wayne. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. I think the video went like him and Nikki were talking or something on the music video. I like, vaguely remember the video. Anyway, he was like, she's like, you have a wife. He's like, I don't want one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm single. And she's like, you're not single. She's like, okay, well, I, that, I don't believe that. I'm just, it's not a proof. It's just what happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, but I feel you though. Like a lot of like music, you get to take your own narrative and find a way to where you connect to it. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, BMF came out during this time period. Right. So it's like I knew Rick Ross before, but then it's just like, oh, this album is amazing. Lex yeah. Luger yeah. was like just everywhere during this time period. And I mean, I guess that's really the sound mm-hmm. uh, that defines that time period. Um, there are mixtapes as well that I got really into. I This is yep. when I started falling in love with Currency, The Hospital. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Currency boy, he's he's all mixtape. Like he, a lot of his greatest stuff is. Wiz Khalifa started to bubble in the mm-hmm. mixtape scene during that time. Big Sean, uh-huh. Chip the Ripper. I discovered Big Crit then. So Chip, mm-hmm. I I I loved him when you know on his collabs. I just really haven't picked him up. I mean, I mean, I've listened to him since then. Honestly, okay, yeah. Um, he's other people I named. He's definitely like the one that didn't really blow up like the rest mm-hmm. of them did. Yeah, I thought Chip could have been better, but. 
Yeah. Anyway, I like Steph Stolly too, which like he kind of came and went, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. He kind of came towards the end of college for me, and Got then it. he signed with MMG, mm-hmm. and I don't think it really worked out because I haven't seen him much since. But um, I know Ryan Leslie is an R&B singer, but something like that. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, R&B singer, tech savant. I don't yeah, know. dude is he's everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really like fell in love with his music during the time period like i loved his album it's r&b but i loved it and when i started doing more research into him i realized how dope a producer he is oh yeah and the song that i chose is actually from loso's way the fabulous album mm-hmm. and it's called everything every day everywhere because the beat was just so dumb like it it's one of those just knocks <laughs> like you could say anything over this beat it doesn't matter Right it's on. so tight and uh yeah i mean ryan leslie's like super talented so uh yeah the song with some writers how i feel about him <laughs> yeah. so I'll just rock with me now yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh. next selection oh. Same shit, different day, just ride through the city looking pretty as the usual. This is what I do. Hit the same old thing, got the name on the chain, just to let them know who's you. you ain't no so. And they know I'm over here, so they come and find me right after they lose you. What took y'all so long? For you niggas in a way, we can let the gun say, excuse you. On you lanes. At the end of the day, we just trying to find a way, and I might be a come up. Nice. Baby, you can hit your ride, but you gotta know how to do more than keep a thumb up. You stick, girl. It's so incredible that it ain't edible, but they know the cake's real. Very dumb, man. Yo, I couldn't even say, ask these other silicone niggas how I'll be a fake feel. Other than the beat, the other thing I love about that song is that Fabulous explains his puns in the ad-libs. Like he says, like Fabulous is a god MC, and people need to respect that. Man. I love that. Like there's one point where he says, like I let my chips uh, pringle up, and then uh, in the ad libs he goes, that means stack. I'm like, thank you, Fabulous, and <laughs> I appreciate the cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's cool that he does that. You know, he's Fabulous can do so much. Like he, yeah. for me, he yeah, very versatile. He's he's up there for me. He's really up there. I, Maybe not for a lot of people that are, you know. I just value his consistency. Me too. Like everything he did, like he since Hollaback Youngin, he's, he's consistent. Been here. Yep. Then he came out. I mean, when a while when we thought he wasn't gonna come out with something, then Breathe came out. We we're like, oh, you didn't go nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> it was on this album. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's fantastic. Anyway, so um, yeah, we'll we'll move ahead because people are probably ready to stop listening to me talk. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to the other part of higher education yeah. and so we're gonna put this in all into like one right i've like, been to grad school twice <laughs> well i'm in my second round now so mm-hmm. i'm just stacking degrees yay um, like stacking says, I, chips yes exactly <laughs> letting my degrees pringle up that means stack yay um, <laughs> well done so first time i was in grad school went to law school and mike will Mm-hmm. It's kind of like owning the space at the time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and cheating because Throw It Up by Rihanna and Bands and Make Her Dance. Right. I thought it was cheating too. Yes. I was like, why? Who stole this? We don't do biting in hip hop. And then all of a sudden he created a whole thing where he can like sell beats to multiple artists. Yep. They come out in the same, they control I mean, when they people come People do it all the time, but it was just funny because these are two very large artists. And the beat is not interpolated <laughs> it's, the same it's just the same beat. thing 
You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was, like, just a little bit different, yeah. then maybe. But nah. So, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I mean, Future came out during that time. Yeah. I remember Loving moved that dope. With Pusha and Pharrell's on there. What um what years are we talking about now? Because we're from... That's like 11, 14. Got it, yeah. Um, TD started to become... That was, yeah, 2012 was then when they really... Mm-hmm. Because yeah, Good I like Kid, Mad City came out during that time period. Isaiah Rashad dropped his album, Schoolboy Q. So, yeah, I mean, they were becoming the powerhouse that they are during that time period. I remember, like, I didn't really like Section 80 by oh, Kendrick. Really? So I was, when the album came out, I wasn't really, like, rushing to hear it. I'm like, I'm yeah. sure it's good, but whatever. And then I listened to it, good and kid, I was Mad like, City is a classic. this is a masterpiece. Yes. And they did it again and again. But I know. that wasn't during that time period. Because he has, like, three masterpieces yeah. himself. Yeah. So sure. anyway. Um, two chains also oh, rebranded yeah. during that time period. We appreciate that together yes. all the time. We love how he really remade himself. I remember I went to a concert. I went to go see Two Chains at the Metro in Chicago, and across the street, Bruce Springsteen was playing at Wrigley Field. <laughs> okay, and so we, when the crowds let out, it was like the most interesting mix of people. <laughs> but Two Chains had like his mixtape, the uh, True mixtape mm-hmm. was incredible to me like super good nothing whack on there but yeah again that was mike will that was drummer boy i was listening i listened to that thing all the time yeah, yeah. i mean but even the album joints too like i'm different uh <laughs> love i'm different birthday song uh rich as fuck with lil wayne all classics yeah. um and then drake of course who i will circle back to later uh-huh. but he dropped take care which people love again we've had a conversation on here a million times not a big fan no he made practice he made back to that stuff a ballad i can't forgive him for uh, it. take care just really bothered but then like, he, it didn't really bother me but it, anyway we don't have to go in. Like, so yeah but then he dropped nothing was the same which is my favorite drake album nothing with the same. thank you it period. was incredible wasn't it yeah i mean no wax songs on there nothing None. like nothing was the same was just in it's just such a well done album. It is a masterpiece to yeah. me. Like it ages so well. And I think Thank you. I Thank think you. you know, people when it when it released and people were like, Oh, this isn't like what we thought Drake would do. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want to make music that's going to last yeah. with this album. I want yeah. this last and he did successfully. So I, I give him props for that one for sure. Um and then I wish by Skilo obviously came out in the nineties. <laughs> but I had a roommate who would sing that song all the time, which was funny because she was not a hip hop person at all. Mm-hmm. But she just knew that song and she was like a solid five one. <laughs> oh, so there's some there's there's some similarities there's going on. There, yeah. yeah. So that's not so when I hear that song I think about her all the time, which was definitely during our law school struggles. Um and now in my MBA program. Um another old song that is relevant is Candy Rain and it's funny and I say that Love because it. Um, granted, not a rap song, but there are, my class is 360 people large, and we have 16 black people. Mm. And we were at some event. You're talking about this one that you're in now? That I'm currently in. Oh, oh, that's all the ones you're always taking pictures with. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's our union, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's no scragglers like, hey, hey guys, I'm black too. No, not. So, so anyway, (laughs) we're at an event. And that song came on, and it was so funny because only the black people knew it. Mm-hmm. And we were just, like, looking at each other like, they had no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> um, so I think when I hear Candy Ring, I think about my current classmates. Nice. But the song I chose is still a Drake song because Drake is still – Drake is probably one of the best to ever do it. I'll say that right now. In hip-hop? Yes. Um, mm. That's a conversation for another day. It is. But uh, for free – 
came out right when I was like towards the end of my time in Chicago when I moved here, and mm. I would play all the time when I was like going to the beach randomly because I could because I live in California now. Because you could. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think people that are born and raised here like understand that as much as we do as transplants. Like it's right. like. No, we can just go there? Really? You don't have to make a day out of this? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I can do it pretty much any month I want to. Right. Um, That's incredible. And I hated it for free at first because I loved the Too Short original mm-hmm. that he, like, sampled from or whatever. And I found Khaled to be somewhat annoying. But, like, I would hear the song <laughs> all the time, and then I started, like, curing it on my way to the beach. And so now I just, like, associate it with my move to L.A., which has been great. It's Moving to L.A. is, like, one of the best personal decisions I've made for myself. Um, and so I always think about, like, how happy I was initially when I got here. And I still am. Mm-hmm. But just, like, that excitement of it all. I must have the superpowers. Last 223,000 hours. And it's because I'm off of CC. And I'm off the Hennessy. Like your boy from Compton said, you know this dick ain't free. I got girls that I should've made pay for it. Got girls that I should've made way for it. I got girls that I cancel a flight back home. Stay another day for it. You got attitude on nine yo. Pussy on agua, yo. Stomach on flat, flat, and yo. Ass on what's that, and yeah, I need it all right now. Last year I had drama, girl, not right now. I would never go and chat, what we talking about? You the only one I know could fit it all in them. Man, I always wonder if you ask yourself, is it just me? Is it just me? Is this sex? Uh, that song just makes you want to dance. It's it, it's a really happy song, Yeah, man. it's like my roommate and I, it's like our going out song. <laughs> like, That's right. Like, makes yeah, you start dancing. Like, it is ready. early in the morning right now. Yeah, and we, I'm still like, where are we going after this? I, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you feel song. like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a man. lot of me's episode, so thank you everybody for listening. I enjoyed getting to know your the like history, journey. yeah. <laughs> oh, through through your schooling, like it's great. Like, I mean, and um, man, this is this is incredibly fun. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bite the bullet. I'm gonna do it too. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm excited. Now I'm contrary t- to you, mm-hmm. so my story—the great thing about this—is my story is gonna be a little different. Yeah, <laughs> so, we like to contrast. Yeah, so um, everybody, get your ears ready because uh, the next next part of this is gonna be me going through my journey. It's not as long as yours, but um, <laughs> having gone to school for a million years. <laughs> but yeah, um, thanks for listening, everybody, and um, follow us at Versecast on Instagram. Cassandra's hooking it up over there. Yes, yes. Shout out to Cassandra, aka Cassandre. Like she's <laughs> she's really doing it for us. Just gonna have to say that. And if she listens to the whole thing all the way to the end, she'll be able to get that love. So <laughs> anyway, um, peace, peep. We'll talk is to you later. Me? Yeah, is it just me? Is this sex so good? I shouldn't have to fuck for free. I know you work.